If you've been watching my channel for a while, you've probably heard me talk a lot about habits. Building new habits, uh, eliminating old habits that aren't serving you, building up different routines, different habits you can incorporate into your life every day that are going to give you the best shot at accomplishing your personal development goals, whether it's related to losing weight, whether it's related to overcoming retroactive jealousy or obsessive jealousy, and whether it's related to being a happier human being generally. In today's video, I'm going to share five habits, five things that I do every single day to be happier. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome obsessive jealousy, overcome retroactive jealousy, and save their relationships. If you'd like more information about my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. All right, good morning. Welcome to my lovely villa. I don't usually record videos in the morning uh, because it's so damned hot <laughs> in Bali. My air conditioners are loud and I get sweaty and all the rest. So welcome to my morning. It's pretty early, but uh, here we go. I also wanted to record this particular video in the morning because I want to set the right tone for my day as early on as possible, which is why I'm so interested in these topics, which is why I'm so interested in these habits that I'm about to share with you. The first thing that I try to do every single day, the first habit that I've incorporated into my life that has made me happier, is consuming the least amount of social media possible and being extremely strategic about the way that I use social media. The big question that I bring to my social media consumption that's made a big difference in my life is, am I using this app or is this app using me? And I think that's a really valuable framework to kind of set the tone for your social media consumption more generally. Because as you know, with these apps, with Facebook, Instagram, and all the rest, TikTok is the big thing now, with all these apps, you are the product, right? The app is trying to use you and you're constantly being sold to and there's all these culture wars and stupid fights and you know all these things that really serve no purpose. I realized several years ago that I wanna cut as much of that out of my life as possible. And I also wanna be strategic about which apps I use on a day-to-day -day basis and which accounts I follow, right? If I see a, an account this is not serving me. It's just a bunch of nonsense and whatever weird culture war stuff and weird political stuff that I don't really care about and all that stuff. You know, that is information that is going directly into my brain. And I want to be strategic and careful about what information is going into my brain every day, what I'm consuming, because all of that stuff has a huge impact on you. All this constant noise from the media every single day, that stuff seeps into your subconscious. That stuff seeps into your day. That kind of energy seeps into your life. I want to keep as much of that out of my life as possible. So my solution has been unfollowing accounts that I don't care about, blocking certain accounts, um, you know, depending on, on the circumstances. If I get a nasty comment on my Instagram feed or whatever, that person's blocked, that person's done, goodbye. <laughs> that kind of thing. A lot of you probably won't have to worry about that because maybe you don't have a, a public, uh, publicly available Instagram account or Facebook account. The point is to be strategic about your consumption of these, these apps and these social media platforms because all this stuff can really disrupt your day. On a related note, I have learned to be strategic about my consumption of news and politics and all that stuff. As I mentioned on this channel before, I have multiple degrees in history. Uh, I love history, and I think a lot of history junkies like me are also news junkies, because we're living through history and yada, yada, yada. You know, we want to be updated on world events and politics and all that stuff. To cite an example, there's currently a war going on in Europe, the war in Ukraine. And I've been consuming a lot of news lately about what's happening in Ukraine. But again, I'm being strategic about that. 
I'm not sitting in front of CNN for five hours a day. I'm reading articles in The New Yorker, articles in The Atlantic, trying to read the news because I find that's often a better way to consume it. The point is to not be sucked in by the daily, endless 24-hour news cycle and lose all kinds of energy and attention focusing on things that you're not really interested in. You're just kind of passively consuming it passively consuming all this information that has no real bearing on your life. Be strategic about your news consumption because again, all of this stuff, all of this noise can really seep into your life, can seep into your subconscious and take away valuable time, energy, and attention. The third habit that I do every day that makes me happier is I try to get at least a little bit of exercise. And by a little bit of exercise, I mean literally if I've only got time for a half an hour swim or a half an hour walk outside, or 45 minutes lifting weights at the gym, then that's all I have time for. And that's certainly better than nothing. You know, I'm not a fitness guru <laughs> at all. And I don't even play one on TV or on this YouTube channel. Definitely not a fitness guru. But one thing that I have found in my own life in terms of exercise is it needs to be something I actually enjoy, right? I really enjoy lifting weights. For me, doing CrossFit for an hour a day would be absolute torture, right? So I lift weights. Uh, I'm not a runner. I used to be a runner, but I've got a knee problem and that's boring. But anyway, I used to be a runner. I'm not anymore. I enjoy walking. I enjoy riding a bicycle. I enjoy swimming. I think to make fitness sustainable and to make exercise sustainable, you have to find things you actually like. And that makes a huge difference in my life. Just spending at least 30 to 45 minutes every single day doing something physical, getting some kind of exercise makes a huge difference. Releases all kinds of feel-good chemicals in your brain and gets the oxygen pumping and your, your mood is instantly better once you start you know, working out and doing something, getting outside, getting some fresh air, doing something physical every day makes a big difference in my general level of happiness. Another thing that I do every day uh, that makes me happier, I'm not sure if it's the healthiest thing in the world, but I give myself a little treat at the end of every single workday. So for me, that usually involves either a gin and soda uh, or a glass of red wine. And I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not advocating daily drinking. I'm not advocating drinking at all. The point is, I give myself a little reward at the end of a long day because I work very hard. I'm recording videos. I'm on coaching calls. I'm writing. I'm researching. I'm doing all kinds of things. I'm a pretty hard worker at this point in my life. And for me, it's just kind of a nice little reward to give myself a little treat at the end of the day. And I said a little. I'm not drinking a bottle of wine a night. I'll have a glass or maybe two. And obviously you want to choose, you know, a little treat, a little reward that works for you. Maybe that'll be a little piece of chocolate or something like that, or a fun show that you want to watch on YouTube or whatever. I think it's useful if you're working hard to give yourself a little reward, to give yourself a little treat at the end of the day. And it's something nice, it's something to look forward to, and it really does make a difference and helps you get through some of the tougher periods of your workday. I think I saved the most important habit for last. The final habit that I do every single day that makes a huge difference in my mood, in my general level of energy and happiness is prioritizing sleep, okay? And there's various ways that I do this. You've probably heard me talk about in this channel how incredibly important it is to get a good night's sleep. There are some people who seem to be able to function relatively well on five, six, seven hours of sleep. I am not one of those people. <laughs> I need at least eight, often eight and a half or nine, uh, just the way I'm wired. And for me, prioritizing sleep involves things like, you know, turning off my phone at least an hour before I actually go to sleep. I also am in the routine where I'll generally read for at least an hour before bedtime. Generally something that's not political, not personal development, not self-help, not something that's going to get my brain, you know, going crazy, not something that is 
too captivating in that sense. I also try to make my bedroom as dark as possible. I don't drink alcohol generally after dinner because that can really disrupt your sleep. You know, various sleep techniques and sleep hacks you can look up. I'm sure there's all kinds of them on YouTube. The point is to find a routine that works for you and then prioritize that routine. Prioritize getting enough sleep. Because I don't know about you, but if I don't get enough sleep, I pay for it the entire next day. I'm not functioning well. I'm not sharp. I'm kind of edgy in a way that I'm not edgy usually. Prioritize sleep. If you are interested in things like overcoming retroactive jealousy, overcoming obsessive jealousy, or any, you know, you have any kind of big goals in your life, prioritizing sleep is so important. If you take away nothing else from this video, I think this is the most important habit to really try to incorporate into your life, prioritizing getting a good night's sleep. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.